Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday morning. It's good to be with you today as we uh, study some time, get together in God's Word today this morning as we uh, continue our study in Ephesians. It's uh, a joy to be with you as we, uh, I guess today is kind of our first Wednesday of summer. Not really. You know, the kids are still in school and things such as that. At least uh, at least my kids are for a few more days. But, um, you know, normally on Wednesdays we have our adult Bible study online at uh, 6 p.m. Of course, we have Wednesday, Wednesday Night Live meals that started uh, at pick up at 5. But uh, we're taking a little break from Wednesday night activities. Our youth usually meet on Wednesday nights. So we're taking a little break on from Wednesdays. The next few months, so get everybody to rest. been a long year. Uh, we've been rolling pretty hard with this. And um, everybody's going to take a little break. So uh, no Bible study tonight. No student ministry tonight. Uh, no activities, rather. Uh, no, um, no Wednesday Night Live meals. Uh, our students will be ramping, ramping, back, ramping back up. Uh, with activities the next few weeks. Uh, of course, they still have Sunday school and things like that on Sunday. But we'll start our summer activities the next week or two. So uh, a lot, lot of, lot of, no, there's going to be a lot of good stuff happening this summer. Bible school, uh, there are continued devotionals, um, worship on Sundays, a uh, lot of exciting things happening here at church. So be sure to join with us this uh, this uh, summer here at St. Matthew's. But uh, today we're going to be in, in Ephesians chapter, um, chapter 2, reading verses 11 through 22 of, of Ephesians chapter 2. So then remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands. Remember you that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers by the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. I love that. He is our peace. For... For he, for in his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with his commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself a new humanity, the place of two, thus making peace and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death the hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near. For through him, both of us have access to this one spirit in the Father. So then you're no longer strangers and aliens, but you're citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, with Christ himself the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple of the Lord, in whom you are now being built together spiritually into the dwelling place for God. Great, 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 great stuff there, y'all. Ephesians is full of just great stuff. Uh, I actually think um, it's, um, I love what he says, how, um, where he says, Christ is now our peace. And he says, uh, but uh, he, he, and he has made both groups into one and broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. Whew, you think our world couldn't stand here some of that right now? That Christ is our peace. And he, and he breaks down the walls that divide us and makes peace between warring factions. Uh, you think we couldn't use some of that, um, Peace between warring factions in our world today—that might be a—that might be quite a, quite a needful thing that we definitely need today. But what I really want to focus on is the end of it, where it says, uh, "We're no longer no longer strangers and aliens. We're citizens citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Where Christ Himself is the cornerstone. In Him, the whole church is the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple of the Lord." Um, and I love, I love that analogy there of this temple or house that's being built 
where um, it's built upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. In other words, it's built upon the found. This house is being built upon the teachings of the apostles and the prophecies of the Old Testament. So, in other words, this this house with Christ being the cornerstone, Christ being the foundation, with Christ being the thing that holds it all together. This house that is the body of Christ, that house that is this uniting between hostile sides, Jews and Gentiles, uh, Protestant uh, between uh, uh, Protestants and Catholics, if you will, between um, between Greeks and Jews, uh, slave and free, as um, as um, as uh, Paul talks about in Galatians. This house that is built, the foundation of this house, is the teaching of the apostles, the teaching of the prophets, and then Christ, the cornerstone that ties all that together. Well, what what is the teaching of the apostles? The New Testament. What are the prophecies of the prophets? The Old Testament. The Jews considered Moses a prophet. The Jews considered considered Samuel a prophet. The Jews considered the prophets prophets, obviously. So these are the folks that God spoke through. So this house that is being built, this temple that's being built, this big house that's being built, we see that upon in this house were two united, were two divided factions are now one. One, one household, one family, one faith, one, one, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, as the scripture says. This house, we're all united in, we're all living together, that we all exist within, is built upon the foundations of the apostles, teaching of the apostles, the prophets, with Christ at the cornerstone. So what's it built upon? Well, the word of God. It's built upon the written word of God, which is Holy Scripture. It's held together the living word of God, which is Jesus Christ. As John 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. So this house that we live in, this house that we exist upon, this house where we're united together, this house is built upon those two key foundations, teaching the apostles, the prophets, New Testament, Old Testament, with Christ in the center. As these, as these, 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 these Christ is the one who holds it all together, Christ is the one who builds it all, and frankly, Christ you know, if 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 the uh, if the foundation, you know, with the, with the house of foundations or what or, or what lays there, but uh, in this analogy here, Christ is the cornerstone, which is the pinnacle and the point and, and the thing that all everything is drawn to. So, really, in this analogy of the house that's being built, the foundations, Old Testament, New Testament, actually what they do is they point and they support the cornerstone, which is Christ. So all the Bible points to Jesus, both the Old Testament and the New Testament. We read we read the New Testament and we read both the Old Testament and the New Testament looking for Jesus. We understand that we understand totally and completely. And I, you, if you've ever heard me preach a sermon that ties in the Old Testament, you understand that I, I really hugely emphasize the original audience in the original context and understand what the, what the verse meant for the original first hearers. That's a huge deal. You can't really understand scripture, really the Old or New Testament. You really can't. Without understanding what this was being said to the original audience, which for the Old Testament would have been the people of Israel. It would have been, would have, would have been the, 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 the Jewish people. So you need to understand the Jewish culture, the Jewish context, and the teachings of the time, and the importance of the prophets, the importance of the kings, and the importance of, of, of the law. These are important concepts to understand. You must understand these things. But we also read the Old Testament looking for Jesus. So the Old Testament, when um, on the day of the Passover, when there's, a, when there's a spotless lamb who is slain, and you take the blood of that lamb and put that blood on the doorpost of your home, 
when the angel of death passes by, it will see the blood of the lamb and it will pass by, it will pass over. The blood of the lamb is what saves us from death. Well, I see Jesus there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are thrown into the, to the fiery furnace. There's a fourth person in the furnace with them. I see Jesus there. This very passage Paul quotes here, the cornerstone, is a reference to the Old Testament. We read the Old Testament looking for Jesus. We, we understand scriptures, the scripture, through the lenses of Jesus. We understand scripture with our eyes enlivened and our souls enlivened and our hearts enlivened through the Holy Spirit, and it points us to Jesus. So this house that we live in, this house where we see two different factions no longer at war, but instead at peace with one another because of the blood of Jesus Christ. In this house we live in, foundations are the teachings of the apostles, the New Testament, and the prophets, the Old Testament, with Christ the cornerstone, with Christ the pinnacle, with Christ <clears throat> at the very center of all of this. This is the house in which we live. It says, uh, In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple of the Lord, in whom you are being built together spiritually to a dwelling place for God. So in other words, we will, we will uh, dwell together in this house that, that we, we will, God will dwell there within us in this house that's being built. Uh, in him you were built together to a dwelling place for God. That's what the Bible says. Our bodies are a temple because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in us, Christ, the Spirit is pleased to dwell. And, in our, and through the Spirit within us, Christ incarnates the world even now. So this house that God has built, that's God is building, which is me and you and all the body of Christ, foundation of the apostles, prophets, and then, of course, Christ at the cornerstone. So, find important for us to know this thing. That's why this Bible is so important. As the Methodist church teaches, it contains all things needed for salvation. Everything needed for salvation is made plain within. So, uh, just as the teachings of just as, just as the house is built upon the teachings of the prophets in the Old Testament. The prophets in the Old Testament, the apostles in the New Testament. So it's our very lives be. So spend time in God's Word. You will be better for it. Your faith will be healthier for it. And you'll grow for it. There's no better, no better gift I can encourage you to live out than to pray and to read the Bible. Those are the keys, y'all. And come to church, obviously. I used to always say pray, read your Bible, come to church. Uh, you'll, um, you'll know God. And you'll experience God through that. So, hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow for our devotional. See you then.